from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. State fans, right? And, and I know that there's been, why didn't we get this help when so-and-so was ineligible? Why didn't the baseball team get, where was all this support when so and Chandler Zavala, I've heard the arguments. I've seen NC State fans. Social media is is a fiery place. They're fiery mad that Tez Walker became eligible and that the governor and the state attorney general wrote letters to advocate for his eligibility. That full Aaron Paul, he can't keep getting away with this. You might say they are red with fiery anger. Oh, red. See what I did there? Okay. Don't be mad. Be happy. I feel like I'm singing fish right now. Don't worry. Be happy now. Ooh, no. I'm very curious to see where you're going with this. Do you not do you not know the no, singing I, fish? I know, I know okay. the song. I just want to be happy. Be happy. Be glad it happened. Take notes and remember it. Okay? They've packed themselves into a corner for the next time. The attorney general, okay? Uh, Josh Stein, we had him on the show yesterday. You can find that on our podcast. Uh, you can find the full conversation. I thought it was a very interesting one. Uh, you, you can check it out on our, our YouTube page also, 99.9 The Fan. Uh, Adam Gold had a conversation. We played some clips uh, on the show earlier today. Josh Stein's letter to the NCAA that was advocating for Tez Walker's eligibility included this sentence, okay? I'm going to read it for you word for word. I understand from public reporting that the NCAA just granted University of Minnesota football player Craig McDonald an exception to the two-transfer rule under similar circumstances. End of sentence. Tez Walker can be your Craig McDonald. Take that exact sentence and send it to your attorney general the next time you have a player you want him to write a letter to the NCAA about. Say, I understand from public reporting that you wrote a letter to the NCAA involving Tez Walker under similar circumstances. So do it for XYZ. Use this situation to pressure them into helping you next time. You may think this show, you may think this shows that they don't want to help you as much as they wanted to help UNC. That's what I keep hearing. Oh, it's your alma mater, this. Oh, Roy Cooper, that. You may think it shows that, but fine. Now they've they've shown how far they're willing to go. Just remember it. Don't forget it. It's now super obvious if they don't. If there's a two-time transfer that wants to transfer to North Carolina State or Duke or Wake or ECU or on and on and on, NC Central, NCA, NC, and, and the NCAA steps in and everybody ignores it, that becomes an issue because they've done this. North Carolina Attorney General Josh Stein also joined the sports shop this morning, which is on our sister station there on Buzz, Buzz Sports Radio. And Earl Reese said, I have to ask this question, what do you do when other schools mm-hmm. approach you, such as NC State, East Carolina, App State, Duke? Oh, a similar situation, and Josh Stein said, if we feel that the information presented to us is incorrect factually, we'll do the same. We'll do the same thing. He even gave out the email address, the toll-free hotline. I didn't write it down, but he <laughs> said that we know where to find it. Yeah, you you can just go find it on on Google. But yeah, he made it clear that other fan bases that feel like they have a player that's been in a wrongful situation, 
he extended out the invitation to you too. And and he said made similar sentiments on, on this show yesterday. And that's the that's the part you need to be happy about. That right there is the part that you need to be happy about. They've now proven that they will do this. Right? Up until now, if there's something they didn't get involved in, then you just say, like, oh, they don't get involved in this. They don't get involved in sports. They don't get involved in uh, the NCAA. That, that's not a defense anymore. And if you did it for them, meaning North Carolina, you better do it for us, meaning whoever your fan base is, whoever your fandom uh, is designed to to benefit. Right? It's it's Like I said, it's the Craig McDonald of it. Craig McDonald is a player for the University of Minnesota that under very similar situations, very similar circumstances, was granted eligibility by the NCAA. So that's who they pointed to when they advocated for Tez Walkers. They said, under very similar situations, you were much nicer to him than you were to us. So now, under very similar situations, you wrote all these letters for Tez Walker and you haven't done it for blah, blah, blah. And, and, and that's how you get things done. It's all about setting precedent and the precedent is set now. So you can be mad and go into every player that's ever been deemed ineligible in the past that that you felt was wronged. And I'm not saying that their their plights or their wants or their needs were any less important, but I'm saying it's in the past. And you could just make sure you do everything you can and make sure they do everything they can for anybody this happens to in the future. Now, just to play devil's advocate here, just because I have to make up for bumping in with Crimea River. Let's do it. Do you feel like now Carolina has a certain expectation they have to meet for the remainder of this football season because they fought so hard to get Walker back? For example, Josh Goodson, and many state fans know Josh on X, at Josh W. Goodson. He's a funny follower if you're a state fan. Said 15 or 0, or this will be the biggest disappointment in modern athletics. Do you think there's some truth to that? No. no. Um, I actually think... North Carolina bailed out the NCAA by being 4-0 up till this point, right? Because if they had lost two games before Tez got there and and then ran the table with Tez, it was like, sorry, we can't let a two-win two team or a two-loss team into the college football playoff. They'd be going, no, the NCAA is the only reason. we like From this point forward, it's now we get to see how good Carolina actually is, right? Now it's it, there's no excuse. How about that for a benefit for NC State fans? If North Carolina lost, right, uh, three games from this point forward and Tez was ineligible, I have a pretty good idea why they say they lost those games. Agreed. Because Tez Walker wasn't there. Now, I mean, Carolina, you're going to – your Carolina's going to play State at the end of the year, right? It's going to happen. And if State beats Carolina, did you really want them going? It's because Tez wasn't there. Or did you want them going? Oh, yeah. We had Tez, and we still couldn't, right? It's it's. I am all for rivalries. I love them. The the sometimes uh, uh, inexplainable hate or or like outlandish hate. I love it, right? I it's it's great. Rivalries are awesome, but you want them good. I promise you, you want them good. Do you know what's – actually, I'll put it this way, right? If, if there's a state fan out there saying 15-0 or this is a, a big bust, you know what would be even sweeter if you're a state fan? If they're undefeated going into that final game and you ruin their undefeated season. Because I did say yesterday this, Tez Walker being here now makes the difference between a 9-3, 10-2 finish to North Carolina hitting their ceiling 
of 11-1. Who could that one loss be? It, it, I mean, it could be the difference. It also, it could not. Like, I don't, like, Tez Walker, 11 touchdowns, uh, receiving 12 touchdowns overall at Kent State, 950-some-odd yards. Like, he is a very good player. He's one of the best wide receivers in the transfer portal. I don't want to make him out to be Jerry Rice in 87, right? I don't want to make him out to be Justin Jefferson right now or Randy Moss in, in 2007. I don't think – no, now that he's here, it's a lock. North Carolina is the best team on the, the – the, 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 I don't want to do that. I don't want to put all that word salad together. But I do want to say this was a, a young man that deserved to be allowed to play college football this year, and he deserved to be allowed to play this year over next year because Carolina has a lot more going for it this year. Now, that's not to say there haven't been other players, other athletes, other other college football players that have been wronged in the past by the NCAA. Matter of fact, the NCAA has a long list of people they have wronged. And, and my uh, multiple different outlets that I've had over the years, I've called them out on it. I hope this is a situation that can set a precedent that will make it so in the future, less student athletes are wronged by the NCAA's eligibility decisions. And if you're mad that the governor and the state attorney general did something for their guy and didn't do anything for your guy, I'm saying, well, now they've set the precedent at doing something. So next time your guy needs something done, they're going to be pot committed to doing it they're going to be locked in to helping because they're now the governor and the attorney general that roots around in ncaa issues when they see something unfair or unfit that's what you celebrate now do you have to close your nose because it stinks a little bit to be like yay north carolina got their number one wide receiver back sure i'm not sure you have to say it out loud you don't have to tweet it you don't have to tell your best friends but think it and write it down. Mark it down. Right? Go go to our YouTube page right now, 99.9 The Fan. Find my interview with Josh Stein. Like it. Favorite it. Save the link. Call that hotline. Right? So so that way, you know, two, three, four years from now, when, when Duke or Wake Forest or, heck, ECU is having their dream season and they have a number one possible pick at quarterback, Right, And they, they have all of this put together, and they're just missing one piece. And for some reason, the NCAA says that piece is ineligible. You'll go, wait, I have that link saved. Where's that YouTube? I need to go find It's on 99.9 The Fan. It was the drive. I need to go find it. Who was it? It was Josh Stein. The, okay, we need to contact Josh Stein. We need to contact the state attorney general. We need to all hands on deck. Let's make it happen. Where's our coach? We need him to get mad like Mac Brown. Has, has he put out a statement saying shame on the NCAA yet? Start crafting. Start, start, uh, start putting something down on paper, coach. Start getting that draft ready. Never know when you might need it. It's, it's, it's a good thing for college sports that Tez Walker is eligible. It's a good thing for college sports that Craig McDonald at Minnesota is eligible. It's a better thing that Craig McDonald at Minnesota and Tez Walker at North Carolina being eligible makes it more difficult for the NCAA to rule deserving players ineligible in the future. So, as hard as it is, right, to root for uh, that other color, jersey, 
as hard is as hard as it is to root for that team across town, you're not rooting for them. You're just looking for how it can benefit you. That's what you're doing. Don't act like you're being, you know, you don't even have to pretend like you're being the bigger person. You don't have to pretend like you're, oh, I'm such a big person. I'm happy for them. No, say I'm happy for me. I'm happy for us. I'm happy for my side of this equation. We benefit from it too. Right? An enemy of my enemy is my friend. And guess who is everybody's enemy when it comes to eligibility? The NCAA. You're darn right. If you need to put your decoder rings together to join forces, then uh, put your decoder rings together to join forces against the NCAA. That's what I'm saying. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. The Designery grand opening, we're scheduled to open May 16th and do our grand opening party then. We're going to be catering some food. We're doing some giveaways. We have a VR headset, an Echo Show, some kitchen gadgets, and some fancy knives. 12 to 2 p.m. Please stop by our showroom, 3030 Wake Forest Road. That's The Designery at the designery.com at the moment we're going to transition here on the drive with tim donnelly on 99.9 the fan to look ahead to the panthers game this weekend they're taking on the lions who has somehow become like america's team uh and we have one of the the greats of former Lions players. Glover Quinn, former pro bowler and all pro Lions safety, also the host of the Believe in Lions podcast, is joining us on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. Glover, thank you very much for taking the time to jump on the show. Uh, how did the Lions become like everybody's second favorite team? For, for, for most of my life, it's actually been kind of, you know, fun to poke fun at the Lions. And now suddenly everybody loves those guys. What happened? Yeah, first of all, man, thanks for having me on the show. Of course. Oh, uh, Second of all, I don't know, man. I think sometimes, you know, hard knocks shows a different side of a team, shows the the realness, the inside, the outside, and sometimes people get connected with a story or something like that, and then you see them playing, and they play really hard, really tough in a lot of games, and they came out on the losing end on some of those games, but you still could see how they were playing and you start to realize, okay, the coach is different, the the players are and so you kinda start to I don't want to say root for them, but be interested. Uh-huh. And then the last few times on national T V they performed well. They beat Green Bay in the last game of the season. They beat uh Kansas City to open up the season. Then they come back and they beat Green Bay again on Thursday night. So when you show up on national TV with a lot of eyes watching, people can see, okay, those guys look a little different. And and I also think it's it's some of the the personalities that we saw 
on that hard knocks, one of which being Amonra St. Brown, right? He memorized all the receivers going above him, and you start to root for him a little bit. How big of a loss would it be? He's not practicing again today uh, for this Panthers game this weekend if Amonra uh, can't go and, and can't be that safety blanket for, for Jared Goff. You know, that's going to be a tough blow. Uh, I think they have a lot of weapons, though, um, that they can overcome it for a game, which, you know, I think, you know, just on paper, they should be able to beat this Carolina team. That's, if the defense plays super solid, they should be able to hold this offense down and give the offense a chance. Um, but it's the NFL. You just never know. They went to Carolina last year, Christmas Eve, and got, got beat up on pretty good. So you just never know how the game is going to play out. Uh, they're getting Jamison Williams back this week. Um, you know, that'll open up more things underneath for Sam Laporta. If Amon Ross St. Brown can't play, they also can use Jameer Gibbs more as a slot receiver to kind of help out a little bit in those situations. So I think they got some some answers. I think they got some options of things that they can do. We just have to see what they decide to do if he can't go. Glover Quinn, former pro bowler, all pro line safety, connecting with us on the Heaster Automotive Group hotline. You brought up some of the the more interesting names there in your answer, so I want to dive into a few of them. Uh, The Panthers are a bit banged up at at corner coming into this one. Jamison Williams finally off suspension. He was hurt for most of last year, former former first-round pick at the wide receiver spot. Uh, Can he jump right in and and be that same guy he was at Alabama? What are you hearing about uh, his – you know, dynamic ability right from the gate when he gets put back into the lineup? Well, I think I think he can. And the thing that you hope that happens for a young kid like that is that, you know, you don't take the game for granted and you really enjoy the opportunity to play the game. Being hurt for most of last season and getting a little taste of it, then getting suspended, not being able to play, it's really difficult to sit back and, you know, watch your brothers go to war. When you know you can play, you just are – you know, coming off of things that you can avoid. So hopefully he's been working out and training. I think he's going to be good to go. I think they're probably going to try to work him in slowly, but if Lamar Ross St. Brown can't go, he'll probably get thrust in a little bit more. Um, But I think he should hit the ground running. He was able to go through training camp, so it's not like he's coming off an injury where he hasn't been able to run and play. He played all during training camp, played in some preseason games. You know, he just had to sit out for the first four games. I'm sure he's in pretty good shape and he's ready to go. Glover Quinn, check out his podcast, the Believe in Lions podcast, former Pro Bowler, All-Pro Lions safety. Uh, Glover, you know, there's a lot of fantasy football players all over the place asking this question, so I'll ask it on their behalf. Why isn't Mr. Gibbs getting more carries after being drafted 12th overall and they're giving so much to Montgomery and everybody else? Um, I think that's just a philosophy of what what they're trying to do. I think David is a bigger runner, um, and so I think they really want to come behind his O-line and they kind of had a ground and pound game. And I think it's a benefit for the Lions. I know for fantasy owners, they want to see him get more touches right now. But if you're winning the games, you're controlling the game, and you're able to bring him along slowly and sprinkle him in there and just allow him to continue to grow, develop, um, and get better, I think that'll only help the Lions as they go down the stretch in November and December to have him healthy and, and, and fresh. And so I think they're just kind of going based off of how, how the games are going. I mean, they got a plethora of weapons that they can go to. So just trying to get him in, get him more carries. That, 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 I think they're doing a good job, and I know the fans want to see him get more. And I'm sure as the season goes along, he'll get more. Just got to be patient. 
I want to do a couple quick quarterback comparisons. You, you played with uh, with Matt Stafford, a number one overall pick. This game is a matchup of former number one overall picks. Uh, Jared Goff called out Ryan Fitzpatrick for calling him a poor man's Matt Ryan after last week's game. Is it time to to start bringing out the receipts and, and rubbing it in the face of all the people that doubted Jared Goff when he was traded away from the Rams? No, I don't think so. I mean, I think that's something that, that, that you know, the media and the fans and stuff are doing. And Jared will probably know all those things, but until you go and make the winning division, make the playoffs, you know, go a deep run in the playoffs, get to a championship game, hopefully get to a Super Bowl, there's no point of going back and saying, you know, look what I've done. I mean, you've won some regular season games. Yeah, you're playing well. You've done some really good things, but – I don't think the Lions brought you here just to win some regular season games. Right? So you want to get over the hump, want to get to the playoffs, get a chance to go deep into the playoffs. And so I think once he does those things, then you won't have to bring up the receipts. The people will bring it up for you. So, I mean, we used to always say, let your actions speak so loud that you don't have to say a word. So, you know, it sucks that Matt Ryan, of Ryan Fitzpatrick, would say something like that. Because I think Jared Goff is way better than a poor man's Matt, <laughs> uh, Matt Ryan. Um, but I think the focus should be on playing and just continuing to win games and, and letting your play speak for itself. And once you get deeper in the, super, in, in, in the playoff runs, hopefully the Super Bowl, the people, the people will speak up for you. You don't really have to say much. Last one for you before we let you go, and thank you for taking the time. It's it's Glover Quinn, former Pro Bowler, All Pro Lions safety, uh, and also the host of the Believe in Lions podcast, joining us here on the drive with Tim Donnelly. Uh, I want you to try to go back in time to when when you were patrolling a defensive secondary, leading the league in interceptions. Uh, if if you had uh, a situation like the one this the the Lions faced this week, in which the the Lions defense is giving up the fewest rushing yards in the league, so you know teams are going to test you through the air and you're facing a rookie quarterback like Bryce Young, uh, what are you doing to him? How are you trying to confuse him? What's your, your mindset going into a matchup like this one against Bryce? Well, I hated playing against rookie quarterbacks, honestly. Really? So, uh, yeah, I hated playing against rookie quarterbacks. Um, Why is that? That's because, because they, they are coach-driven. Hmm. Meaning – Unless something is wide open, they don't really take a lot of chances. <laughs> so they're going to check the ball down, throw quick screens, quick slants, quick routes. They don't take a lot of chances, especially if you're a pro bowler or you you got a big – like they're not going to challenge you in a sense because they're young. And the coach done told them, hey, make sure we know where this guy's at. Let's not take shots here or there. You know, if it's not wide open, let's just take the check down. Let's not turn the ball over all those things. So that's what's going on in rookie quarterbacks' minds, right? It's when you get the, the, the veteran guys who feel like they can make every throw, they trust themselves to make a good throw more than they trust that you'll make a good play on them. So they're going to throw it to their guys. They're going to take shots when they want to take shots. And that's when you get the most chances to pick off players. Bryce Young, if it's not there, he'll probably take a sack. He'll scramble out, throw the ball away but he's probably not going to just try to force the ball and throw a bunch of interceptions, right? It's the guys like Daniel Jones, who is <laughs> a veteran, but, you know what I'm saying, not super great. So he's going to try to throw the ball, but he's throwing it to the other team. You, right? so, you yeah, know? so you like the guys that have the, the confidence in their arm, but maybe right. don't have the Matt Stafford arm to back it up. 
Right. Or, or just the confidence to give you a chance. I feel like as a DB, you just want an opportunity to make a play on the ball. Like mm-hmm. for Sauce Gardner, it sucks going a whole game where they don't ever throw it at you. Mm-hmm. And then they throw it at you maybe one time. Like you want an opportunity to make play. If they, if they throwing it to your guy and he make catches, hey, you just got to tip your hat, right? Mm-hmm. But when they put the ball up in the air, I feel like you got an opportunity to make a play. They got an opportunity to make a play. If they don't ever throw it your way, like you don't ever have an opportunity to make a play. Make a play, and I necessarily didn't like that. I liked playing against teams that would challenge us, and I was a deep, deep safety, free safety, so I wanted to play against teams that's going to take shots, like throw the ball down the field, throw the ball across the middle, make some of those passes, and if you complete them, fine. We just got to play better defense, but at least we get an opportunity to make big plays in the game, and I don't know if the Lions will get that from a Bryce Young. If it's not there, I see him running, scrambling, trying to get out the pocket, not forcing throws, looking at maybe his first read and maybe his second read, and if it's not there, he's probably taking off. I don't think he's going to be sitting in the pocket going through third and fourth progressions and this and that. He's going to check one, look two, look for the check down, and get out the pocket. And then, you know, he's running out of bounds or throwing the ball out of bounds and things like that. Uh, I don't even know how many interceptions has he thrown on the season. Uh, he had two in the first game and and a couple fumbles. He's 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 put it in in harm's way a few times. Right. So a fumble for a DB. Yeah. I mean, you may get a chance to recover that, but that's D line and linebackers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You see, he had two in the first game, and they probably put a put a ring on that thing. Hey, we can't be making these throws right now. Hey, hey, we can't, we can't, we can't. So now you hold on to the ball a little longer. Now you get sacked, and then boom, you fumble. All right, Glover, we appreciate it. I hadn't thought about it that way. appreciate the time, though. Uh, we're up against the break, and hopefully we're able to catch up again soon. All right, man. Thank you, guys. Once again, that's Glover Quinn, former uh, Pro Bowler, All-Pro Safety for the Lions. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.